You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit, one podcast at a time. My name is Alicia. I am the host of the Save the Date Wedding Podcast, and today we're talking about love. Ooh, did you just get a bit sick in your mouth when I went love? No, no, no. We're talking about your love story because hopefully that is why you are getting hitched because you're like this other person. You've connected your weird habits, your your backstory together, and you've gone, I like you, you like me, let's stick together because no one else will have us, perhaps. Uh, Kristen Rocco is the wonderful hostess with the mostess of lovenotary.com. Her whole gig is about creating your love story, helping you get it all into writing and words and getting it out there. Kristen, welcome to the show. Hi, Alicia. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. I am delighted to have you here. And I love what you're doing. When we connected via the uh, Instagram, I do believe, when we first met, I just thought, well, this is a a great business and also something that actually gets me thinking a lot about what we don't really focus on very much when it comes to weddings. Isn't that so true? And and such the catalyst for my launching my business um, about uh, I guess eight months ago now. Um, so I was looking at my wedding photos um, one day in my New York City apartment. I now live in Atlanta, but just moved here, and um, I realized that the pictures were beautiful and they say things about the moment of my wedding day, but it doesn't capture my love story, which is the foundation for why my husband and I ended up getting married. And I really felt like um, it was such a shame that nobody was helping couples create their um, love legacies, which which is what I'm calling it for building that foundation of your love and really focusing on um, what makes your relationship special and bringing that into the wedding day as well. It's really interesting that you say that because, you know, I'm sure people are now probably sick of me banging on and on about it, about what what a wedding means to you. And I think we can get really caught up in organizing and getting chairs and getting things to decorate. And then you sort of get to the day and go, oh, crikey, this is actually a really momentous event emotionally. And also for everyone there, a lot of the times we don't tell the story and not everyone knows your foundation story or some of the quirky shit that you've gotten up to over the years. Yeah. So I think that when, um, When I was wedding planning three years ago with my husband, it never occurred to me to tell any aspect of my love story on my wedding day. I was so focused on, like you said, you know, picking out the right chairs or getting the greatest flowers or, you know, what bridesmaids dresses my bridesmaids were going to wear. Um, I, nobody ever talked to me during that time about, Hey, what about some elements of your love story? How can you incorporate that? Okay. Um, and, Looking back, I really wish that I had that sort of insight um, to be able to bring bring my love story into my wedding day. So now I'm really hoping that, you know, I'm trying to create this notion that love storytelling is as important as the rest of the elements of the wedding. Yeah, I, and I agree it is because I think that, well, I think if you put yourself in the position of your guests, for example, not even mm-hmm. when there's so much to say about this, but... I think about all the people at our wedding. I mean, look, I have written comedy festival shows about our relationship. So, I mean, everyone's used to me. (laughs) I'm probably not the greatest example of, you know, 
uh, thousands of people have heard our love story. But um, the idea that a lot of people at a wedding might not know about how you met, about some of the, I, I don't know, I would say quirky, but the more finite things that make you and your partner who you are as a team. And that's really nice to be able to share that in so many different ways. It doesn't always have to be vocally telling people. I know we're going to talk about that, but there are so many different ways you can bring that story in and that excites me. Absolutely. And I think your wedding day is one of the only times that you know, a lot of people are going to want to learn all the intimate details about your love story because they're they're there to celebrate you. And I would venture to say probably 95% of your guests maybe know how you met the first time. Maybe they know a little bit about your story here and there. They probably heard your engagement proposal story. But I doubt that they know the history that brought you two together. And, you know, that can stem from as long as a 10-year relationship or it can be as fast as six months, but it's all still relevant and important. And it's the reason why you're, you're there on that day. Do you think we are a little um, hesitant to do this because we don't want to get schmushy? <laughs> That's a great That's question. That's an official word. <laughs> yeah, I do think that, um, I think that it's just, you know, no, it's never been a focal point in nobody's ever told us it should be a focal point. And so I feel like most people, it's not that they don't want to get schmoozy about it. It's just they don't know that they have the opportunity to to be able to recount their love story and hear that it is important for you to tell that. It's not only important for your wedding day, but it's important for the future generations that will you'll eventually have, hopefully, or if you choose to, with your husband or wife. Um, and for you to be able to show them and tell them about your love story is equally important as it is on that one wedding day. Yeah. And it's nice when you think, I mean, I was thinking about my grandparents the other day and uh, you sort of lose, they're both not here anymore. And I think so many questions that I would love to know and ask about the, the foundations of their relationship. And, you know, you've got the stories that my dad and my uncles yeah. tell and I have memories from my childhood, but I think, oh, geez, if someone had sat down and written something down, it would be great to be able to read some of those little highlights of uh, yeah. their relationship. And, and yeah, when I sort of read about what you do, it made me think it is one of those valuable things and it isn't. It doesn't have to be self-indulgent. You don't have to even share it with right. a lot of people. It can be just for you and you can pop it in a cupboard and read it in 10 years' time and go, oh, that's why. This is yeah. good. Absolutely. It's funny that you um, recount your your memory of your grandparents because that was one of another catalyst for me about telling or you know bringing love notary into the world was that when I got the idea after I you know found that there was a a, a hole in the industry about you know in the wedding industry for this love storytelling aspect I was talking to my mom about it and she reminded me that my grandparents love story was documented in their local newspaper for a valentine's day feature oh that's nice and to me I had the opportunity to read it and I learned things about my grandparents that I didn't know and so because of that experience as well I thought man people really need to have this opportunity and they shouldn't have to wait for a newspaper journalist to come to them and ask for them to tell their love story. Most of the time, those submissions are few and far between anyway. Yeah. And I think from my perspective, working in television, I'm a producer. And one of the things that, you know, from the beginning of my career, I've 
been taught and also, you know, you sort of discover very quickly, and I know you're in the same position with your journalistic background, is that everyone has a story to tell, no matter what you might think, you know, no one's interested or it's not that special. Uh, that's not the case. We all have an individual uh, path and yes. storyline that we are we are creating each day, and I think we underestimate that sometimes when it comes to thinking that you're you haven't done as crazy much crazy stuff or you haven't experienced living overseas or whatever. Who cares? You've got interesting things that people want to know, and you will want to know in the future. I always say that everybody's story has its own twists and turns that make it unique, um, and sh- I think. Yeah, people typically think, oh, I shouldn't tell my love story because there's nothing defining about it. But it is, you know, once my once the couples that I work with start relaying their story, there's always something that stands out from the crowd that nobody else has ta- ever talked about. Um, and I think it's just putting that story around it and, and you know, saying that this is my tale. This is the legacy I'm going to bring to my children um, that's what makes it unique and special. And yeah, I just, I love helping my clients, um, you know, bring their story to life in a way that maybe they never could have imagined. Well, let's talk about what you, how you came to this point. So I love the idea that you sat down and you were thinking about your experience. Mm -hmm. What's your background and how did you get to the point where you went, I'm going to make this into a business because I love talking, yeah. especially to to entrepreneurs, but female entrepreneurs also that have taken a red hot crack at something that, well, ha- hasn't been done before. And also from someone that's doing it too, it's risky business in going, I'm going to put my ass on the line and try something and try and shake things up a little bit. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so glad you asked about that because, um, I have a background in um, public relations, journalism, and marketing, and so, and really my skill set is from a communications standpoint. And so, um, I, you know, I've been guest posting for different blogs, and I'm currently a wedding uh, weddings blogger for Huffington Post, and um, and I've been helping my clients from a PR aspect get their um, news published and their stories told, and so. Um, I was easily able to take my skill set and just turn it to a different market, basically. Um, so that's that's why I felt so confident that I had the abilities to be able to help my clients tell their love stories effectively. It's great. So you've obviously, with your blogging as well, mm-hmm. you're pretty you're pretty embedded in the world of weddings. So you would be <laughs> seeing things coming and going as we all do. Absolutely. It's- Oh my gosh. So what are some of the things that have made have been a standout for you when you've been writing about weddings? What what, what things annoy you? Tell me what things make you angry. Oh about <laughs> about, about weddings? Yeah. Oh goodness. What annoy Well, I don't know if this is is so much annoying as it is um a little bit upsetting. Um mm. which is that I think brides and gr- more brides, maybe less grooms, go through the wedding planning experience feeling so hopeful that it's going to be fun and exciting and it's going to be a time where they're going to get to um, coordinate with all their family members and really just m- make it a celebration. And I think for a lot of um, a lot of brides, it ends up being stressful and logistical in nature and more of a to-do versus the excitement around um, what you're actually planning for. Um, yeah. And that's totally, uh, you know, it's it's totally 
relatable. I had that experience, but I thought, and I think that when you can focus on the bigger picture and your love story or all the reasons why you're going to the altar, which is what I'm trying to help um, bring to to the wedding audience, is that you're going to feel a little bit more excited about what you're doing. So I, I always love interviewing my clients. We do a Skype or phone interview. Mostly I like to do Skype just because I like to have that int- intimate uh, vibe with the couple that I'm working with. But I can see them fall in love all over again when we're having our interview because they're talking about all of the happy memories about how they got to the point where they are. And that's nice to have that sort of moment of actually, I think, for couples to sit with you, whether it's on Skype or having a phone call, and and relive it all. But also, I suppose it G's them up for the wedding in a way, if they're, especially if they're having a shitty time. Yeah, that's <laughs> or right. at least being stressed to go, oh, that's right. Yeah, they Even get though to- I've made. I've made you fold about a million origami bloody paper cranes. I still love you. This is why. <laughs> yeah, they get to get out of the daily minutiae for a minute and really focus yeah. in on what's important. And that's nice because I think sometimes, uh, you know, and this is in any relationship, it doesn't even have to be when you're getting ready for a wedding, you can get into that sort of, God, that sounds so drab, I'm going to say monotony. But you're right, minutia, monotony, these are things that happen, you get into everyday life and it's nice to be reminded of your beautiful beginnings or crazy beginnings or odd beginnings. We've all got stories. (laughs) For sure. I've heard heard a range of all of those different things, so... (laughs) Well, what's the most, what's the most, look at me. I'm always after this is, I can't, I've been, I haven't been away from work too much today. So now I'm like, what's the seediest story? What's the craziest story? Uh, well, I had, um, I had a couple who, uh, they met in college, um, but didn't really date in college. Um, and then, you know, they moved off to their separate, um, places to pursue their career and different ambitions and whatnot. Um, and so, they ended up getting married independently, um, and mm-hmm. then they both got divorced. And then um, the one, the the guy couldn't stop thinking about his schoolmate. Who, uh-huh. but this was pre Facebook. It was pre texting. It was so he completely lost track of her. And um, he was talking to his best friend, who also lived in his same town, and said, "Oh, I wonder. I I wonder whatever happened to this woman." And and, you know, his friend responded, I don't know. Um, and then the next week, his friend took off to a, con- a U2 concert in her hometown or I- around her hometown. Um, and so when the best friend was at the concert, he ran into the woman. And from there, they exchanged phone numbers. The best friend calls, you know, the man who's looking for this girl. And then it sparks this huge romance. And they end up getting married. Oh, well, see, I think that's a lovely story and it's nice that they went through their trials and tribulations with other people and then came back together and then it all happened. I love that. And it's also a real story. It's not this bullshit fairy tale that never really happens to anyone. Yes, that's that's what I love about what I do most is I get to hear everyday people's love stories and they all, in my opinion, are fa- fairy tales. It doesn't matter. Now, this was an extravagant situation. But that's not really what matters. Everyone has their unique journey, and it's just so um, honoring to me to be a part of that. Yeah, I I think it's a very intimate sort of uh, situation that you're in and I'm in. I think people Mm -hmm. share things with us and you get to know people really well and you go, oh, my gosh, even if we're just a part of their lives for just that short amount of time, I feel quite honored as well. So it's pretty good for us. 
<laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kristen, this is so nice talking with you. We are going to go to a quick break. If you want in the break, I mean, focus on the break, people, because the messages are very important. Support my supporters, I'm saying. But also, if you would like to visit lovenotary.com, may I suggest you do it after we finish our conversation? There will be more from our wonderful guest after this. We're talking all about love and how to uh, talk about your love. Is that very meta, Kristen? Is that a love and talking about love? It is very meta. And we're talking about talking about it very meta now i am delighted today that you're going to share uh, a couple of ways that we can get into the love zone get into the zone of telling your story and you've got lots of suggestions i know you'd like to share with us today so look let's just crack on let's get it going what what are the first things that especially when it comes to writing vows and mm-hmm. finding a way to tell your story. And it doesn't have to be in the vows. I know you've got lots of other ideas as mm-hmm. well. What are ways to actually input a bit of you, your personality and your story as well? Right. I'm so excited to share these um, these thoughts with your audience because I think I have four simple, easy to implement um, ideas that people can use to integrate their love story in their wedding day and really help give their guests a perception of who they are and why they said I do. Um, and so the first one, as you suggested, Alicia, is writing your own wedding vows. Um, I know this can be a little bit scary for some people who don't consider themselves writers, but there is really no better way to speak straight from the to the heart of your relationship than reciting your own marriage vows. It's really intimate and personal uh, opportunity to express your feelings um, to your fiance on your wedding day, and even show a little bit of your personality. Are you funny? Are you um, are you more sentimental? Um, and then what? And then you can also share a little bit about your how we met story and your projections for the future. So I. Um, I love the idea of personalizing wedding vows. I know that not every everybody will have the opportunity to say their vows at the altar um, because of different religious, um, you know, different religious traditions and that. But I do think that if you can write your vows and share them on a, even on a separate part of the day, it doesn't have to be in front of the crowd. It really can be an intimate experience between the two of you. I think that's a really unique and special moment for you to share together on your wedding day. That's a great point because I think some people going back to that idea of saying, are we not embarrassed, but are we overwhelmed or confronted mm-hmm. by the idea of saying something that's quite personal and intimate to your partner And it's not everyone's bag to get up and open your heart and have a cry or whatever. You don't have to cry. Uh, But the idea that you're going to say this stuff in front of a whole group of people. Can be overwhelming, yeah. Yeah, Mm. I think it's great to be able to at least get it into a smaller form, a shorter form, because I think that's really nice for for your, I always say audience, your guests to have that experience and be a part of it. But you're right. You can have a little moment later in the day or before. Mm-hmm. I think this first look stuff's great. It's a really good time to be able to come in and say, hey, other person, I've got something to say to you. Definitely. If um, And if somebody doesn't know how to get started, I have a mini chorus um, 
an email course um, on my website about how to write the perfect vows. Um, it's really easy. It's free. It's um, three 10-minute mini, mini lessons, and it gives you an actionable exercise in each lesson. And I really feel like at the end, you'll come away with basically having your vows written. So if, if you feel like you need some help, um, you can always venture to my website and sign up for that free email course. Yes, I did notice you've got that. And I think that's really good to have you guiding and also prompting uh, certain aspects of trying to remember things and bringing in certain ideas and and memories into the the workshop, as you would say. And also, if you have a, a celebrant or a priest or a minister, it's really good to be able to take that document that you've created after your course to them and say, integrate that into the service or somewhere into the wedding. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a great point. You can have your celebrant say some of the um, information. Um, If you yourself might be too nervous or you feel like you're going to be too overwhelmed on that day, they can help relay to your wedding guests um, all the reasons why you are excited and in love with your soon-to-be husband. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I think also it's nice to have another person to bounce off as well. Once you, if you have got a celebrant or someone that's a efficient or there's 50 million words, you know what I mean? The person that's going to marry you. Every country has a different way to describe this person. Uh, But it is good to be able to then take that to them and say, look, you can sub edit this if you like, if it's too long, we can, we can make edits, but it's nice to have the foundations of something great to be able to do that. I find also, I know who um, our lovely celebrant, Vanessa, she mm-hmm. knew us, which was very handy, but also I've seen and read some of her other wedding services and she really goes to town getting to know the couple and sends a lovely questionnaire mm-hmm. and is very focused on making sure that the wedding ceremony is isn't stock standard in the sense it's not cookie cutter stuff. She really gets to know you. And I think a lot of people don't do that or have the time. So I think what you're doing, Kristen, is great because with that exercise as well, if you take the info to them, it, it could be a way to save them time and maybe make sure it gets done. And help to know you better as a couple as well because yes. a lot more people are having destination weddings and that means sometimes the officiant, celebrant or the person marrying you won't know anything about you. That was certainly the case for me. And so, you know, having something to share with them as intimate as your wedding vows will really help them get to know you better uh, so they can do a great job on your wedding day. Great point about the destination wedding because you don't have time unless you, you know, Mm -hmm. do have time and a lot of money to fly back and forth and get to know people. Most of your vendors and people that are involved in your day are going to be people you meet the day before. Yeah. And that's the challenge that's of the, the destination, destination weddings. Exactly. Yeah. It's just the way it goes. That's you right. can't cover everything. But I agree, if you can email them a lovely document with this information beforehand, at least they've had a read, hopefully, and uh, mm. can at least pretend to know you a bit better. So the second way that I think people can integrate their love story into their wedding day is to sit down with their fiance and talk about some relationship milestones. So when did you first meet? When was your first kiss? How did you know that he or she was the one? Or when did you know? Um, What traveling have you done with a couple? So you kind of think of all those milestones and landmarks um, of your courtship. And you can then write those down and create a timeline to display at your wedding. I think this is really cool where you could do like Mm. met on February, you know, 13th, 2015. 
Um, and then you can put a picture that you may have taken that day or some special caption about your feelings and thoughts when you first met that person. And you can do as many um, different relationship milestones as you want. So you build out this really fun timeline for your guests to read at your wedding. And that could be so cute. Like my mind is exploding with all the different creative ways that you could get that timeline Mm -hmm. across that message, you know, printed goods, obviously my video brain goes to video sort of content, which probably is a bit crazy, but you know, there are so many different ways that you can get that across without again, being, well, you can be self-indulgent. It's your wedding day, I suppose, but without being too wanky, we would say in Australia. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. That's not a word Americans use very much, is it, wanky? No. <laughs> we don't use that too much. In fact, I, don't, in a, in I think maybe the only time I've heard that used is by you on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If Rich was here right now, I'd be going, oh, Alicia. Oh, Alicia. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Oh, oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> now, music. I was listening to my iPod phone, whatever the hell it is, on the way home today and a Fleetwood Mac song came on and I love Fleetwood Mac and Rich has become a Fleetwood Mac fan. I've indoctrinated him into the world. You've basically made him become a Fleetwood Yes. <laughs> he even came to the concert. We went in London and paid a huge amount of money to go and sit way up like I was, yeah. I had a like nosebleed section, but you know, just to spend some more time with Stevie Nicks for me is really special. Mm-hmm. And you know, music for us at our wedding, as I'm sure it is for many people, that was a big part of our story too. And you know, it's mm-hmm. an instant uh, feeling maker, I suppose, when you are thinking back through through your history together. Is that something you would integrate into the wedding? Yes, as you, as far as music. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, similar to your story, my husband's a huge music fan, and so there's all these different songs. He actually built a playlist for our wedding um, with all of you know our favorite songs, and of course, songs that he thought the wedding guests would appreciate. So I think that's a great way to. Uh, add another element about your story. What is the type of music that you enjoy together? Yeah, and lyrics are mm-hmm. always nice. Absolutely. Just think about your lyrics. Some There are some crazy, like great BuzzFeed posts about unfortunate wedding songs when people have, I wish I could think of them off the top of my head. I'm going to have to Google some <laughs> I'd love of them. But to li- article. <laughs> I will find it and try and put it in today's show notes. Okay. But, you know, it's like these sort of songs that sound really good and then you listen to the lyrics and it's just, you know, super grim so (laughs) read the lyrics sometimes the (laughs) melody is or the the melody is better than the actual lyrics themselves right I agree you want something that's positive and not about the end of a relationship basically (laughs) that's right Uh, hey food food is something that I had never thought of until you suggested this to me well I mean I think about food all the time obviously and but food at the wedding having to be part of your story that's nice Yeah, I think so many people meet and experience life over food. Wouldn't you agree? Oh my god, I'm (laughs) obsessed. And I can now you said it. I can think of like ten food moments. I can think of a hundred. Yeah, but with Rich and I, that are like, oh yeah, about that. And we ate this weird thing, and they're not always great food moments either. Oh, for sure. Weird. For sure. There is definitely some terrible ones, but I recommend bringing the better (laughs) ones into the wedding day. True. Um, (laughs) 
Uh, you can't go, remember we had that dodgy burger somewhere? It's not really like the story people want to hear, is it? Yeah, no, probably <laughs> not that. But <laughs> I think there's such a huge opportunity to make some elements uh, of your wedding day that represent your love story. And so the one that we're talking about now is maybe creating a food station of your favorite um, dessert item as a couple. So whether that be ice cream or pies or donuts or cookies, there is literally now a wedding vendor for any specialty item you can ever imagine. And so it would be, it's really cool when um, people, you know, choose to do something uh, that they both like, and then they tell the, their wedding guests about why, why they chose that particular item for their um, wedding dessert or whatever it might be. Yeah, I think having a food a story associated with the food or making sure that you can add those personal touches is really nice for the guests. Yeah, totally. And yeah. you can have little have little guest book, I don't know, notes saying yes. this my partner hates olives, but I love olives, so here's some olives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you can you can do this with your welcome bags and your um your takeaway item. So maybe you've traveled to a uh, you know, maybe together you've traveled to like five different continents. You can put little um, mementos from each continent. Um, maybe, you know, how you do the different numbers on the tables to tell the guests what table they're setting at. Well, maybe instead of a, a number, maybe you put all of the different locations you've lived. Um, so you can really do some really fun, unique things that tie in your story versus just the standard, this is how it's done because that's how it's always been done. Yeah, and I think people would know I love the idea of bringing in books because books are mm-hmm. a big part of my life and Rich loves to read too and I think the idea that you can share your favourite literary uh, favourites, that's another right way to say it. Clearly I'm very literary because <laughs> I can't think of anything to say, um, but the idea that you can share your favourite books with your guests or quotes yeah. as well, really nice. Exactly. Uh, let's see. And then I have one more, which of course is about documenting your love story. So we've talked so far about uh, integrating different elements um, of your story into the day, but um, you can document your love story as a keepsake and then share it with your guests that way. So a lot of my clients will use their documented love story at their wedding guest book sign-in table. Um, They Sometimes they can, we can create a mat around it so it can then become the place where your guests actually sign. Um, you can put it on your wedding website under your How We Met story. Um, you can also use it on your ceremony program. So when your guests are waiting for you to come down the aisle, instead of focusing on being hot, they can read a little bit more about your love story. That's nice. And it's something that people, as you said, will pass the time if they're early, yeah. which they should be. Mm-hmm. And also... <laughs> right. Lots not not so early. I love the idea as well. We went afterwards and made. We were a bit tight ass. I will be honest with mm-hmm. you. We didn't pay our wonderful photographer Lou Bailey, who I always like to plug. She's amazing. But I said, oh, I'll put the book together, the photo book, which I did do like five months later. You got to get onto it, people. But in the photo book uh, website thing that I used, you could add bits of text and things in the photo book. So we right. added all our readings and little notes under the photos. And that to me would be a great place to be able to share what you do. Yes. I love the idea of pairing your wedding photos with your love story. It just, the text with the photos brings it into a completely different level that gives it so much more meaning. Mm. 
It's nice. And it's something that even if, you know, I've had quite a few people sort of say, I'm not that interested in having heaps of photos around my house or having this sort mm-hmm. of displayed everywhere. And we're, I'm honestly, I can look around my flat right now. And yeah, we live in a different country. And we probably don't have access to all our stuff, but we don't have photos of us all around the house. But it is nice to have the book to whip out occasionally and say, right. oh, remember we got married? <laughs> remember that time? Remember that time we got hitched and now I talk about it all the time? <laughs> exactly. Oh, I love it. And and how are you finding this as a sort of idea, Kristen, that people are jumping on board? I mean, you seem to be going very well with, with what you're doing. I do. I think that you know, people aren't used to hearing about this option. Um, and, but once, you know, I've been working to create familiarity about why people need to document their love stories. It's really, it's for them because, you know, your relationships in your life are really the most important aspect career and these other things that you have going on all help to fulfill your life. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to your relationships. And so making your love story an integral part of that is, is, is really something foundational. And I think it's also important to pass that down to your children and have them understand why their parents fell in love and came to be and create, you know, create that tight knit family unit um, by making these really important aspects of your life front and center. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the thing. We need to just always bring it back to what is important, why you're doing it and, uh, you know, enjoying it. And also coming out with something that you can take away from the wedding as well as photographs. You've got this lovely story. Yeah. And then every anniversary you have, you can go back and read it and remind yourself all about all of the moments of time that, and then, you know, where you, you've come from that point. So um, it really is is something that's treasured and sacred, and you know, hopefully, down the road, fifty years, you won't forget what brought you together. You know, everything will be there, documented. And when you've been to IKEA and you're a bit angry with each other, <laughs> yeah. you can go back and check and go, oh yeah, uh, yeah. oh yeah, yep, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why we wanted to make this work. Uh, no, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Now, because Kristen's very generous and wonderful. I do believe we are cooking up a giveaway here for the lovely bride chillers and groom chillers listening to the show. What do we got in our special magic bag of goodness? Yes, I'm super excited to offer your um, your listeners something, uh, a giveaway for me. So I'd be happy to um, do their, a semi-custom love story is what I call it. And it's a creative rework of their existing uh, How We Met story from their wedding website. Um, and so... It'll just be a little bit better in uh, the narrative form, more cohesive, and obviously have a little bit more detail so you can share oh, it, it on your wedding day as well. So you're going to tweak the story, put it into a lovely – some people go, oh, I can't write it. I don't know how to write it. Well, you just need to get the basics down and then you're going to use the magic wand. That's right. And here's the thing. What, we need, what we're going to ask you to do, I'm also going to throw in a lovely bride chiller tote bag. So you get the tote bag, you get the wonderful reworking, you are on your way to love story way. See, this is why I need you to write my rhymes. <laughs> Be happy to, Alicia. Oh, my gosh, you're a professional rhyme writer. I mean, you're better than that, but, yeah. Uh, so here's what we would like you to do, to uh, go to the Instagram page of uh, Save the Date, which is my Instagram page which is Instagram.com slash Alicia McCormack is my name. Find it through SaveTheDatePodcast.com if you're completely lost. And uh, I will tag in Love Notary 
I will tag in lovely Kristen. And we are asking you to simply follow us both and sum up your relationship in one sentence. That's a challenge. Good luck, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to share them on uh, this week's Friday Quickie and we will then nominate who should be winning this wonderful prize. Was that too complicated? I think everyone's going to get it. I think so and it sounds fun. I can't wait. Great. So just visit the Instagram. You'll see the post today that says exactly what to do. Do it and then you may win. I love giving things away and thank you for your generosity. I think it's a wonderful prize. It has been so lovely spending this time with you, Kristen. Please give a massive plug. Go nutso because I think this is a lovely, lovely gesture. And also, might I add, I think this is a really nice gift to perhaps ask someone, your parents, if they're looking to give you a gift and you don't necessarily want something off the registry, or if you're listening and you are trying to find a unique gift for your loved ones, I think this would be a lovely gift for someone. Thank you so much, Alicia. This has been so great and I really appreciate the opportunity. Oh my goodness. Please visit. It's my pleasure. Love Notary. It's love, N-O-T-E-R-Y dot com. And uh, do sign up. I notice straight away the little pop-up comes up. I love a pop-up that says sign up for the email and you go through the workshop to get the vows in order and also get to think about your love story. I think it's a really good little uh, freemium, as we would call it, to get people hooked. Mm-hmm. And what's your social media plugs as well? Absolutely. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Kristen Rocco. And then on Facebook and Twitter, I'm at um, Love Notary. Terrific. We will stalk you and follow you happily there. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. Get love writing, people. Happy days.